This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome you into the happy hour, the final hour of our week together here. Gwen and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Together in our Odyssey Palace studios, Tony had to uh, run out, and uh, we will miss him for the rest of the day, but uh, he'll be back with us full four hours. Not actually full four hours, I beg your pardon. A a short show Monday because we're ahead of Monday Night Football, but Monday it'll be, yes, it'll be Halloween on Monday. Are we all dressing up? Uh, I tried to talk to you guys about this yesterday. You both ignored me. So. We totally ignored you. I have no desire to dress up. Uh, and do I the was going to be Luke Voigt when he was still with the team because I wanted to wear the, the City Connect jersey and then put like a wig for the chest hair that comes yeah, out of the jersey. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But he's not with the team anymore, so it doesn't make sense. It would still make sense to me. I think a lot of I don't of have a Nationals jersey, though. Well, you could just wear your City Connect. He wore, he wore the City Connects a couple of times, he did. didn't no, he, he Yeah, he did. He before did. he, uh, in fact, I, did, I recall him in the City Connects because they seem to show off even more Luke Voigt chest <laughs> hair than uh, the other oh, jerseys. Oh, man. We were the kiss of death for Luke Voigt. Luke, you know what? The Padres, they're not going to like to hear this, but the Padres are kind of the kiss of death for a lot of players. I, I, You know, Coach and I were discussing that during the playoffs. I mean, Juan Soto. The past. The past Josh Padres. Bell. No, I'm talking about people who come tr- to the Padres and just don't <laughs> do know. as well. Adam Frazier. You remember Adam Frazier? This I do. guy was leading the league in hitting. I do remember when he that. got to the Padres. Yeah, and then, you know we couldn't rent him out of town fast enough because he didn't do anything for the Padres. Padres just have a way. It is an then, interesting conundrum. It is. I, I don't. I don't really know exactly what it's all about, but it's there. Guys who leave here seem to do better. Guys who come here seem to do worse. Uh, Trace Thompson, number one. He goes up to L.A.? Yeah. I don't know. I'm already kind of in a bittersweet mood. The World Series is starting here in just a few minutes. And, you know, the Padres were so close to being in it. It's not easy to uh, to watch this year. Phillies and Astros will get started shortly in Houston. And um, I guess they'll have a lot of fun playing in the World Series. But, you know, I miss it. We had a great two weeks here. I didn't we really, really did. want to see it come to an end, so... So quickly, but I knew that that was a possibility. I knew that in the euphoria of beating the Dodgers, and that was euphoric. It was euphoric. You know, I knew that despite how great that felt, there was always a chance, you know, that some disappointment would follow. 
I actually really felt it still beats not having the experience because you oh, know yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh, well, we shouldn't even made the playoffs because we're just going to get eliminated in two quick games." No, and people are going to remember this last two weeks for the rest of their lives. Yeah, no, it was so awesome. I, uh, I I just uh, I I really did feel like the Padres had a good shot against the Phillies because the Phillies they got hot but so did the Padres kind of no the Padres had every the Padres were a slight favorite in that series they had the home field advantage yes, they, they had did. the better record they had actually knocked off the better team to get there they beat the Dodgers yeah there's no reason that the Padres you know couldn't have won that series they could not get out of Philadelphia with a win yeah. And, you know, if the thing had come back to San Diego, you know, good luck to the Phillies winning either game six or game seven here with Petco Park going going gangbusters. But, you know, it didn't get the, it didn't get there. If I if I see the Bryce Harper eighth inning home run one more time, oh, you're going to see going it. to throw you're going to see it hundreds of times. In I'm going to throw up a lot then you're going to see him. You're probably going to show it here in the top of the first inning when they he comes probably to the will. bat. Against... I've already seen it three times in the past half hour. <laughs> I know. They've had an hour and a half, like a four-hour pregame show. And they showed that Bryce Harper thing for the whole time. Just over and over again? Uh, That's over all they over. did? It's incredible. Let's go to Joe Davis and John Smoltz. All right, guys, let's take a look at Bryce Harper's home run. I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> they got the Phillies to the World Series. Well, like I said, you know, you beat the Dodgers, you get yourself into that high-profile spot of the NLCS, and if it doesn't go your way... You know, it's going to hurt, and it did hurt, and it does hurt, and it's tougher to watch the World Series. But uh, we'll keep you up to date anyway on Game 1 as we are into the final hour of our program. Um, real quick, Scraby. Yes. Who do you have for the worst professional sports franchise in any of the four major sports? Wow. All right, the worst overall franchise i've got a clear winner here you have a clear winner a clear winner i don't think you're going to come up with it but i'm pretty sure my reasoning will uh mm-hmm. will back up mm-hmm. my feelings on this this is the this has got to be the worst professional sports franchise in any of the four you know, major sports. Two teams immediately jumped to mind. They're both NFL teams. Who jumps to mind for you? First team that jumped to mind was the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. And then the other team that jumped to mind was Detroit Lions. As a as a franchise, they've been terrible. All right, Detroit Lions certainly qualify in the discussion. They've won one playoff game since 1957. <laughs> That's not good. That's pretty impossible to do. Yeah. And not only is that true, they haven't. They have the worst record in football again this year. Yes. So, you know, the Lions have been bad for a long time. Cleveland Browns, any organization that employs Deshaun Watson and Kareem Hunt and, you know, is basically Just unsuccessful on generally its own. Generally the Browns. Yeah. The Browns deserve to be in the conversation. But I don't think either of them hold a candle to the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, okay. Yes, they are pretty bad. They're playing. They're playing on a, a college campus right now. Yes. Tonight is the first game for the Arizona Coyotes at Mullet Arena. Mullet. Mullet. Like the haircut. Like the haircut. <laughs> Mullet Arena on the campus of Arizona State University. Yeah. The stands hold roughly five thousand seats. What to see an NHL game? Now, just think of that. Now, our sports arena down here holds twelve, thirteen thousand. 13,000. 
So this arena is half the size of that. On the wall, it says on the dashboards, you know, oh, around no. the rink. Yes. It says fear the fork. Oh, because they're a college Because they're an Arizona State oh, campus. On the middle of the ice, it says mullet arena. I do love that. And it's, it's I mean, what an embarrassment. The NHL signed off on this. The Coyotes had to move from their regular arena in they got Glendale. Kicked, yeah, they got kicked out. Because, yeah, they got kicked out. They couldn't even afford to pay for it. Yeah. The NHL has been trying to get them. I, I, I don't understand why they don't just get them out of there. It's pretty obvious that there aren't enough fans to support that team. Or enough I, I money to support ownership. that team. We talked about this in the Big Five like months and months and yeah, months ago. Yeah, I guess we did. Um, but it's crazy. Greg Powers, the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devil hockey team, says <laughs> it's as good an atmosphere as anywhere we've played in oh. college hockey. Well, you know, I will give it that because I want to add another team to terrible teams, and it's another NFL team, and I'll say the Chargers because they did go up to um, – Oh, that's true. They played in Carson. Yeah, in Carson. For I, two and, years. And the people that went to a game – I never got to go to one, but the people that went to a game did say it was pretty awesome being so close to the field in an NFL game. So maybe an NHL game is kind of the same. I just – 5000 how are you going to make ticket revenue? You're not yeah. even paying for the players at that point. It's just a complete uh, – it's a complete nightmare. They're trying to get a new arena built in you know, this this whole thing has been a dumpster fire. That's the answer. It's a total dumpster fire, the Arizona Coyotes. And not only are the Arizona Coyotes a dumpster fire off the ice, they're terrible on the ice. They're one of the worst teams in the NHL. Well, who wants to play there? <laughs> yeah, in front of nobody. I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent. It's going to be a neat little fun kind of loud atmosphere with 5,000 people for the first year. The one thing that's cool is they're allowing two to 400 ASU students come in and sit in a student section. No way. And they're going to charge them only $25 a ticket. Well, 25 bucks. That's a lot for a college student, but it's pretty cheap to see an NHL game. The rest of the tickets cost not less than $100. All right. So, anyway, that's the Arizona Coyotes. They play their first home game tonight <laughs> at the hilariously named Mullet Arena. They better have a guy running around with a mullet <laughs> on the they campus better. of Arizona State. That is, I mean, that's even more embarrassing than the Chargers going to Carson because Carson was at least a professional sports facility. Yeah. This is a collegiate sports facility. And it's a collegiate sports facility for Pac 12 college hockey which isn't even known i, mean, I didn't even know they had a hockey team in uh, yeah college State. hockey's pretty big in uh you know the big 10 area minnesota michigan state michigan yeah, the frozen four the frozen four in the back east yeah but uh, southwest united states not exactly known for college hockey so anyway good luck to the arizona <laughs> coyotes Tonight, they are hosting the Winnipeg Jets Wow! in a game that is uh, must-see TV on ESPN at 7.30 tonight. Don't miss it. Oh, I will. I will be checking this out You want to check it out just to see them play at Mullet Arena, right? Uh, yes. You I want to kind of just play. get a little That's the feel only reason I'm watching. And see what it's like. So that's see what Mullet Arena Mullet is Arena. About. So that is my, um, my nomination for the worst 
franchise in all of professional sports. You know, sports. That's, that's, that's actually a good call. I was thinking that there was going to be some maybe baseball team. The A's are pretty bad because yeah, the owner Yeah, the A's is, play in front of, what, 900 fans a game? And sewage leaks into their dugouts from time it's to time? It's pretty embarrassing. It yeah, that's embarrassing. embarrassing. I mean, they're hardly a big league team. I know. I feel bad for those players, too, because they're playing – like their careers, but the A's have dump. had some, uh, you know, somehow, some way, thanks to Bob Melvin, I guess, the A's have had some success along the way. And A's fans on are the passionate. field, A's fans are very passionate. Nine hundred people are passionate. Yes, <laughs> nine hundred people. <laughs> no question about. I'm that. telling you, one of my friends, he's a he's been an A's fan since the day he was born. He refuses to go to a game because he does not want to give them any money. So he's actually putting his wallet where his mouth is. All right. Uh, Lakers are underway in Minnesota tonight. We'll give you a score update in just a moment. But uh, they're trying to get their first win of the year. If the Lakers lose tonight, they would be 0-5. It would be the worst start in Laker franchise history going all the way back to 1958 wow. when they were in Minneapolis themselves. LeBron does not want that on his resume. LeBron hasn't been 0-4 since his rookie season when he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers. What's going on with the old old legends right now? I'm calling LeBron Good old. Good point. Because no, that's Tom a Brady good is Tom losing Brady, three in a row. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Russell Wilson's not an old legend, but he's... You know, a veteran quarterback yeah. is having a troublesome season. LeBron. LeBron's off to a really bad start. Yeah. Matt Don't Ryan. Know. Well, as Tony likes to say, Father Time, undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. All right, Gwen and Chris, undefeated. We'll take a quick timeout, give you a World Series update when we come back on Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right, welcome back to the program. 519 is the time. If you're on your way home, racing home to see the beginning of the World Series, well, you're probably in the minority. So I don't think too many uh, San Diego fans are in the in a big hurry to see the Phillies. I just got a DM, Chris. That's funny you say that, saying because uh, we t- said that we were going to watch it, and they said I can't, I can't do can't it. Can't even my, watch it. My heart is still on the mend, and I agree. I agree. Totally get it. Totally get it. Uh, bottom of the first inning, no score. Uh, Kyle Schwarber came within about a foot 
of starting this year's World Series the same way last year started with a home run. He hit a ball off Verlander into the upper deck at Minute Maid Park. The juice box? Just foul. I mean, he hit it almost as far as it seemed like he hit that one in San Diego. But Mm. it went just foul, and they ended up, uh, I think, striking out. Anyway, Phillies no score. Astros batting in the bottom of the first inning against who? Oh, man, I've been so bad today. Aaron Nolan. There we yeah, go. Him. It just doesn't have the same effect. Doesn't quite Aaron have the Nolan. same effect. Uh, all right, so we'll this keep an eye on that for day. you. The other thing we're keeping an eye on, Lakers in Minnesota tonight. The coolest thing about the Lakers tonight, they're wearing old Minneapolis Lakers uniforms. Oh, that is cool. But they're playing like they're from the 1950s. They're already a ball down, out of bounds. They're already down nine to the Minnesota Timberwolves. 19-10 to 10 Minnesota over the winless Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, one, uh, one note from college football today. I know this is guy before your time. Uh, these I saw are, this. These are very happy days right now at the University of Georgia where the Bulldogs are number one in the nation and are coming off of a national championship. But the previous national championship that Georgia had won was just over 40 years ago in 1980. Some crazy politician named Herschel Walker led them to that national championship. And that team was coached by a man by the name of Vince Dooley, a Hall of Fame coach passed away today at the age of 90. Dooley was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1994. I don't even want to ask anybody out there what they think of Herschel Walker, the politician, but I will say this. Sure liked Herschel Walker, the running back, a whole lot more. Mm. Seemed like he wasn't quite as off the chain as this guy. <laughs> Although I guess they're one and the same. Social so. media allows people who have wild opinions to get their opinions out to a, a lot of people. Yeah, well, Herschel Walker's running for office. I know. So, I, know. I mean, and from what I understand, he's pretty close to having a chance to yeah to getting that office. Uh and Do you have another story? Or can, I, can I sneak one in here about college football? Please do. Arch Manning, the nephew of Peyton and Eli, is going to be dropping, not dropping out, but he's going to be uh, leaving, he's going to be enrolling in school early at Texas. That's where he committed to play football in January so that he can uh, join Steve Sarkeesian and start lear- learning from his teammates in 2023. So right. he is not going to be going and defending his team's state basketball title. Because he's going to be leaving school and going and enrolling early to Texas. The one thing I've heard about Arch Manning is that there are no statistics he can put up that are going to match what the expectations are oh. for this guy. I he's mean, going to have to in, throw 100 it, touchdowns a year. Right. I mean, he's he's already been, you know, basically anointed as better than Peyton Manning. Yeah. Really? I mean, Peyton Manning might be the best quarterback in the history of pro football. Maybe. I mean, I know that people are going to say, well, it's got to be Brady. You got Montana, Marino, Elway, whoever you want. He's Favre. Top, top seven. But, I mean, Peyton Manning is right there with any of them. I mean, you know, he didn't win as many championships as Brady, but he did win two for different franchises. Pretty good. Very good. And for people to already assume that Arch Manning is just going to be better than Peyton Manning, first of all, Arch. My, if you're going to be better than Uncle Peyton, you better get a crazy, wild work ethic. Oh yeah, because your your uncle had 
an unmatched work ethic. Yeah. I mean, you know, they always talk about Brady being so smart. Well, I always thought Peyton Manning was one of the smartest quarterbacks I ever saw. I mean, he seemed like he knew everything that every defense was doing way before they knew what they were doing. They called him a head coach on the field. He was so good. So, anyway, good luck to Arch Manning. And since you brought that up, good luck to the teams tonight for (laughs) – I'm going to jokingly call them this. Uh, uh, What? (laughs) For Abraham Lincoln High School here in San Diego. All right, all right. And James Madison High School here in San Diego. Okay. Otherwise known as Lincoln and Madison. Yes, thank you. They are the top two teams in the county, and they are playing each other tonight. In the final high school uh, football game of the regular season. so Are you kidding me? The regular season of high school football is over? That's what Braden told me. I'm going by Braden. What? He's the Cathedral Catholic guy. So what did I miss? It's either over tonight or next week, but I think it's over tonight. What the I heck? Think this is, yeah, they started like in, in early August this year. Why is time speeding up, Chris? Uh, because we're getting older and it goes by faster. I don't know. I think they started high school football earlier than they used to. Yeah, no, I know that they do that for sure. So that would make it end wow. sooner than it used Man, to. That, and the Padres did make a deeper run than we're used to as well. Right, so, maybe so that's the Padres season lasted longer. Uh, anyway, Lincoln and Madison tonight, if you are a high school football fan, uh, you might want to make your way. I believe the game, <laughs> I believe, because I'm going to send you to the wrong high school. I believe the game <laughs> is at Madison I'm going to go check. Between Lincoln and Madison, unless they moved it to a neutral location. But these are the two top teams in high school football this year. And um, so we wish them both good luck tonight in their uh, heavyweight high school football matchup. The, the high school coverage is just so much more incredible than when I was in high school. Like, I, I used to love waking up and going to check the paper and see if my team was ranked in the top 10 in San Diego County. And luckily La Costa Canyon was in the top 10 here and there, but like there's these websites that follow the exact game. You have the game or um, the, the, the play by play, the box score, you have stats now for every single player. It's incredible. It's incredible. My, uh, my buddy's uh, nine year old son plays whatever level junior baseball that is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he watches all the games on the internet. <laughs> they're like on, they're on, they're telecast on his phone. Oh, well, yeah, Tony sometimes watches his kids his are nine years play old. soccer from his phone. People are documenting it nowadays. That's good, though. Sure it is. Uh, it's at Lincoln. It is? Uh, I'm looking. You better be sure. 9-0 and versus 8-1. and It says the Lincoln varsity football team has a home conference game versus Madison today at 7 p.m. All right. At Lincoln. So good thing he checked. I really hope I'm right. I hope you're right, too, because Madison – well, Madison and Lincoln are only separated by about 10 miles. So if you're wrong, people would just have to put it back into the <laughs> into the GPS. <laughs> Great. But where's that? Lincoln High. Uh, I believe. I hope you're right. I th- this website is making it really, really confusing. I don't know how to actually look this All right, up. Let me, I'm going to go to a different place while you keep talking. Huh? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I put it on. Well, I'm looking it up because I don't trust you. I don't trust myself either. I really don't. San Diego football. You can stream the game. I know that. According to one of these websites. Braden, if you're listening, please text us. <laughs> Where is it at? Maybe that was last year's game. I'm trying to figure this. This should not be this hard to figure this out. This is ridiculous. No. I I, I think it is at Lincoln High School as well. Now that I'm double-checking what I can find. All right. 
We'll I go hope you're right. I hope we're right. I hope we send everybody to the right place. I really hope so, too. <laughs> I'm going to check Twitter real quick just to make sure we're uh, talking about the right stuff over here. Nope, no help on Twitter, so thank you all out there. Nobody's helping us on Twitter? No. Nobody, nobody knows. Uh, I guess not. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we're, we're just going to go with Lincoln being home. Yeah, they're listed as the home team. <laughs> so they better, I mean, yes. If that, if, if that means anything to you. Man. Call, call Lincoln High School and make sure the game is there if you really want to go. Hello, Lincoln. Is Hello? the game there tonight? Hello, is Abe there? Is Abe. That's, that's a joke that I would actually probably do. <laughs> I bet you not a single kid in the history of Lincoln High School has ever referred to their own high school as Abraham Lincoln High School. No, probably not. And probably I right doubt there. very few of the kids at Madison have Referred to their school as James Madison. Man, I wish the Padres were still playing, Chris. We would be talking about baseball instead of where <laughs> Lincoln and Madison are playing tonight. Instead, it's the Phillies and the Astros. They're scoreless in the second inning. We are taking a quick break on Gwyn and Chris. Ben and Woods on the fan. I would like to hear Woods sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Mama, Mama. life is just Earlier today during our uh, Daily Gambit segment, Mr. Uh, Scraby brought up the name Kyle Tucker as uh, one of the uh, possibilities for somebody you might want to bet on as uh, the guy who hit the most home runs in the World Series this year. Yeah. And there were pretty good odds for Kyle Plus Tucker. 1,000. And both Tony and I said... You know, nobody knows who Kyle Tucker really is. It's true. On that Astro team, you always talk about Altuve and Alvarez and Bregman and Guriel and now the young guy, Jeremy Pena. But Kyle Tucker is a pretty star player in his own right. He has homered in the bottom of the second inning off uh, Aaron Nola. Solo shot by Tucker. Aaron you. Nolan. Yeah. That was quicker. It was quicker, it was quicker. but still not there. <laughs> Did uh, you see me furiously look for it? <laughs> so Tucker's made a one nothing Astros over the Phillies. Justin Verlander has retired the first six Phillies in order. Through two innings, he has struck out two. You got to think that he's going he's gonna to do everything in his power to win a World Series game. The odds just favor it to happen. I mean, Justin he's never Verlander, won one. He's 0-6 in seven career World Series starts. I also want to just as an aside throw this out there. Cookie Chainsaw Randolph is the dean of San Diego sportscasters. Okay. Just putting that out there for my own well-being. I've never had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, he's an he's the uh, he's an all time guy. That's what I hear, and he's an all time entertaining sportscaster. That's what I hear. I'm just saying that that's between me and the signpost up ahead. Okay. <laughs> Lakers trail by three at the end of the first quarter, twenty eight twenty five Minnesota over the former team known as Minneapolis. Lakers zero and four coming into that ball game. You know what I don't get, Chris? What's that? Anthony Davis not playing. It's really bothering me. And, and I wish Tony were here because I want to He's got a lower it. back tightness. I, I know. He's got a little, little spasms going on. I'm not coming into work from now on anytime I have lower back tightness, which basically means I'm never doing another show. Because <laughs> I, I, I have lower back <laughs> tightness 24 hours a day. I know. I know. You were just stretching before coming into this segment. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it's a constant thing. But the guy's four games into the season, and he's already sitting at a game for lower back tightness. Your team has not won a game. You might want to play. You're getting paid, and I know that Tony hates it when I say the money thing, but you're getting paid a lot of money to be available. And I, I don't know the severity of his injury, obviously, but come on. Come on. As play. one of our other uh, dean of uh, San Diego sportscasters used to like to say, Hank Bauer. Your best availability, I'm sorry, your best ability is your availability. Absolutely. And uh, Anthony Davis not available to the Lakers tonight. 28-25, T-Wolves just starting the second quarter. Score there. All right, uh, time for our interview of the week. We go back to Monday, the day after it all ended. and I think it was Tuesday. Was it? Yeah. Press conference, I believe, was on Tuesday. Gotcha. AJ Casavell from MLB.cm, I believe, is the oh, website. Oh, gosh. We remember that, that from the out. week? <laughs> yes. my, my typo from, like, Tuesday? Your Tuesday typo? Is that a thing, a Tuesday typo? Did we even count how many errors I had that show? You were in double figures. I stopped counting. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, to recap the Padres season, we went to AJ. He came through for us, and we will listen in on some of that right after we check traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. AJ, what's going on, man? Have you uh, gotten a little bit of rest, man? You were on the same program I was on for the last two weeks. Yeah, it was pretty chaotic, but in, in a really fun way. Um, I've gotten a little bit of rest. We had our end-of-season press conferences today, so I think the off-season for me really starts now right tomorrow. <laughs> well, Is, as soon as I finish with my stories today, I got a couple more comments. So. All right. Um, you seem to um, kind of, you know, I think – poked him uh, like a like kicked the door open a little bit on this whole Juan Soto extension there. He, he seemed to bo- or excuse me AJ AJ uh, AJ Preller seemed to kind of throw you for a loop there after your question. <laughs> yeah, many years to come is what AJ Preller said for I I I just kind of asked a pretty innocuous question about how he would reassess the trade deadline and how he would uh look at the moves that he made and and how they how they line up going forward, what kind of production he got out of those guys uh in the three months had them and he said well i mean the moves aren't done we're planning on having a couple guys into the future and with juan soto many years to come and mm. that kind of yeah you're right that i that, that raised my eyebrow. <laughs> i had to ask the follow up there and clearly that will be one of the priorities this offseason i i think it's pretty obvious like, i don't know that we learned too much that was new today aside from maybe the eagerness that A.J. Preller has to put it out there that he wants Juan Soto back for the long haul. Um, we should have already known that, obviously. You don't trade the guys that you traded to acquire Juan Soto. You don't acquire Juan Soto in the first place without the intention of, of having him around for the long haul. But now it looks like that will be one of the uh, one of the primary objectives of the offseason. A.J. Casavell on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And, uh, A.J., look at the free agent list, and uh, I know the fans are always interested in what is going to become of the free agents. And uh, I'm not going to list them all, but I think Will Myers is an interesting 
you know, case for a lot of fans. He's been here a long time. You know, do they do they make him a priority? And um, if he's not a priority, who of the free agents would you say is the biggest priority? Is it uh, is it Maniah Clevenger? Is it Bell Drury? Uh, does AJ see how it all plays out? I think the biggest priority is the the bullpen guys, the Nick Martinez, Robert Suarez, both of them as player options, because those guys were especially valuable to this group, and I'm not sure that there are that many. Um, pieces that like the, the the I think there's there's a prevalence of guys that can fit into the Brandon Drury, Josh Bell, Will Myers mold. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the Padres go into the offseason knowing that if they don't bring one or two of those guys back, there will be other guys available. Now AJ Preller today left open the possibility. I think he I don't know remember what his what his exact words were, but he said that they'll be in contact with all three of those guys about a potential reunion and that that um, those doors are open. But you can find first base DH types, I think, relatively easily. I think uh, Nick Martinez served such an important role with this pitching staff last season, and I think he views himself as a starter, and the Padres could use one of those going forward. Robert Suarez, obviously, the ending aside, and I'm, I mean, they asked him to do a lot in that series and a lot in that game, but you take that, you take that away, and he was still a very, very, very valuable piece in this bulk. So um, among the guys that are departing or that are at least of the option to depart. I think uh, the Padres would look at those guys and probably Jerickson Profar, who also has a player option um, as, as the pieces they'd like back in the fold. Of course, AJ, um, every year, especially when your team is, is making deep runs like this, um, staffs are sometimes affected. And we just saw a former Padre bench coach, uh, Skip Shoemaker, get the head coach, or excuse me, the managerial job for the Marlins. I mean, the Padres do have a guy in Ryan Flaherty on their staff, uh, Ryan Christians on that staff. Uh, is there any expectation that Bo Mel's staff gets uh, maybe uh, plunked from? Yeah, I, I think the Padres are kind of waiting to see on that because obviously during the playoff run, other teams can't talk with their coaches, but um... – it's, it, it sounds like, and we asked both Bob Melvin and AJ Preller about the coaching staff going forward and kind of where things are, where things stand. And they're both very, understandably, very pleased with the way the coaching staff came together in 2022. I think if they had it their way, they'd like to have, if of at least as many of those coaches back as possible. Uh, now it's just kind of wait and see what the next few weeks bring. Um, you mentioned one in Ryan Flaherty who's gotten a lot of. Uh, Buzz and Ryan Christensen as a bench coach, as I think some people have seen him as a as a manager, and they have some former managers on staff too. Uh, Mike Schilt, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what his role would be if he were to return, but the chances are someone's going to be looking for a guy like Mike Schilt. So I, I I just think there's um, there's a possibility that there's some turnover, and if there is turnover, um, it will not be because the Padres were displeased with what they saw in 2022. They like what their coaching staff was. AJ, uh, one thing AJ Preller really didn't discuss today is where Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to play when he returns. On the although, field. He, although he did right. say, what's that, that say? <laughs> he said on the field. Yes, so on I the field. That, that would be so a change from 2022. It seems that he left. Yeah, that would be better than where he was last year. I agree. Uh, but he did kind of leave it open, right, when he said on the field that uh, could be shortstop, could be outfield. I mean, how do you think this is all going to play out? How much of what happens with Bell and Drury is going to impact? 
I mean, could they possibly? Tony's brought this up. I mean, if you're going to put Fernando at shortstop and move Hassan Kim to second and perhaps Jay Cronenworth to first, you could be moving two gold glove winners out of position next year. I mean, all of this stuff's going to come into play. I mean, how can we possibly predict how it's going to turn out? Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on who, what else, what the other Padres moves are this offseason. Because I know you're moving two guys. Hassan King is, Kim is a very good shortstop, and Jake Cronenworth is a very good second baseman. But that same thing still applies when Kim is at second and Cronenworth is at first. They're both very good at those spots, too. But if the Padres go out and get someone to anchor first base, some kind of middle bat, I think they want uh, like I, I don't know exactly how that plays out, and it could it, this could all end up being contingent upon what the Padres do in free agency, and I'm not sure that they plan for what they're like what exactly the path looks like for Tatis. I think the plan is let's see what free agency looks like, and then we kind of figure out where he plays next season. Now, in the backdrop of all this, is that I think they they view Tatis as the shortstop, and Tatis views himself as wanting to be the shortstop with the caveat that he's open to moving around if it, if it helps the team. So we, I think we just go back to what it was in August. In August, the Padres were – he was about to return, and he was going to return as something of a shortstop center field hybrid, making it between, between Hoffman, Kim, and Trent Grisham. Well, if that's what you have next season, that's not a bad that's, – that, that's not a bad situation either. So I, I – it'll depend on the Padres uh, kind of come together in free agency. I mean, he's also going to miss the beginning of next season, and who knows? Injuries happen, and it's good to have these problems where you have different options for different spots. But it, it is kind of this weird conundrum where you have such a good shortstop defensively in Hassan Kim and such a good second baseman defensively in Jake Cronenworth. And then you have maybe the most impactful player in, in your organization when he's on the field who views himself as a shortstop and who, I mean, he's not as bad was defensively at shortstop as he was at times in that 2021 season. I think he can do right. some spectacular things there. So um, these are all things that are going to in the next few months, but I think they are contingent upon what else the Padres do this winter. AJ, there was, there was a lot of uh, conversation going at the deadline about uh, the catcher position. Do, do you think that what they saw from, from Austin Nola down the stretch is enough to really quiet that down? Because, you know, as we approached the deadline, that was one of the things you were hearing was they, they want to address the catching situation. That didn't end up coming to fruition. And uh, they got a, a really good, I thought, catcher from uh, some catching from Austin Nola, especially into the playoffs and down that stretch there. Yeah, he, he probably played himself into maybe more prominent role in their eyes, but I don't think it changes the Padres' desire to, to, to upgrade if they can at catcher. Um Austin Nola was really good working with his pitching staff. He reached base at a pretty high clip for what you'd expect from a catcher, too. So yeah. he did some good things at the plate. Um, catching is not a one-man show in baseball anymore. No doubt. So I think no they, they, there's, there's – Luis Camposano is obviously a guy who the organization has high expectations for, but if they can get an impact now guy – I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres went out and did that. I don't know what caliber that is, whether it's someone that would start every day in place of Austin Nola, whether it's someone that would start splitting time with Austin Nola. Um, I just think what we saw from Nola down the stretch was enough to convince the Padres that they have a, a piece behind the plate, whether that's 70%, 50%, or 30% of the games next season. He's obviously a guy that can make an impact there. 
Last thing for me, AJ. Uh, AJ Casavell is with us on the uh, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Covers the Padres and has for several years. MLB.com. Uh, Trent Grisham just seems like a real interesting uh, case coming into this offseason. You obviously don't want another 184 season from him, but you know he showed in the postseason how valuable he could be, at least in the first couple of series. He still may win another gold glove. Uh, how do you deal with this situation? Because you know, center field, you got to have more than he gave you. But at the same time, are you ready to just completely part with Trent Grisham? I'm not, but I'm not. I'm not in charge of the. I'm, that's the other AJ. Um, but I, I think he. There's obviously clearly a lot that he brings to the table, and if you can tap into I, Trent Grisham, is not going to be hitting home runs on 100 mile an hour Jacob Degrom fastballs all the time. He's not going to be he's not going to be doing what he did in that wild card series all season long. But if you find a version of Trent Grisham that hits 220, 230 and, and, and does what he does in terms of reaching base and power and obviously the defense, that's a really valuable player. And the Padres have to kind of ask themselves, how do we get that version of Trent Grisham for an entire season? Maybe it's that's a platoon in that, in that Grisham Kim kind of that piece two out of three triangle I mentioned. Um, I don't, I don't see much logic in giving up on a guy with talent as, 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 as talented as Grisham, as young as Grisham is right now, uh, considering what he can do offensively and what his ceiling is offensively, what we saw in, in the postseason. So, I mean, he's one of the he's one of the interesting kind of guys to watch this offseason. How do the Padres view it? I think they do have like a backup plan with if, if he struggles. Well, you have Fernando Tatis Jr. who can who could play center field, and you obviously have a shortstop who can fill that void, and Hassan Kim, and the dominoes fall from there. Yeah. But what we saw from Trent Grisham in the playoffs probably earned him some goodwill and maybe a reminder of what kind of potential there is to be tapped into. No doubt about it. AJ, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spend some time with us. Get some rest, man. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Happy offseason. AJ Casavell of mlb.com on the premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline save money the right way with premier chevrolet of carlsbad visit them today in the carlsbad auto mall chevrolet find new roads what an honor for aj casavell and anybody to be named the interview of the week yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gwen and chris show it's a hard process to be we selected. A, yeah we think about it for eight nine seconds usually before we <laughs> decide gonna give it eight nine minutes but we should uh we should start sending out t-shirts or something to the uh that interview of the week winners give them uh like a you know how michael scott in the office did the dundies where he gave out awards we should do that we should we should you know i mean we got I and mean, we make big money on this show do I mean, we you, led by you and uh, tony uh, really <laughs> so i think we should start you know we should we should order some t-shirts and get them made and say I was interview of the week on Gwen and Chris this week. I don't mind the idea. I like it too. But I it's don't not mind the happen. idea, but it's not going to happen. It's is not right. going to happen. Is right. Uh, this final hour of the week on ninety-seven three, the fan brought to you by On Deck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to ondeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. On Deck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today. It's on deck.com. Right now for the Phillies, Kyle Schwarber is on deck. They are uh, batting in the top of the third inning. Justin Verlander is yet to allow a base runner. He has retired the first eight Phillies in order. He's dealing. On the other side, Kyle Tucker with a solo home run for the Houston Astros off Aaron Nola. 
Aaron Nolan. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna I think wear, you just I'm, give that up. I'm, gonna, <laughs> That's I'm gonna, just not gonna happen. I'm gonna take this home with me over the weekend <laughs> and practice. No, I'm just gonna take home the fact that I was terrible on the drop today. Kyle Tucker's home run was followed by an RBI single from Martin Maldonado. So the who, Astros who, who who was pitching? Don't recall. Aaron Nolan. Thank you. Astros two. Phillies nothing. They're in the top of the third inning. Lakers are down eight in Minnesota, Uh 45-37. We're calling it a weekend. See you Monday at 2 o'clock for Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. I'm Chris Ello. Enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 